Together we're the, the Deep Fried Geeks. Our week podcast talking about movies, comics, general geek news, TV, TV and food, and sometimes it being cold outside. Sometimes the weather. <laughs> hey Tommy, how are you? Good. Yeah, it's weird when it's cold in southern Florida. I know. It's, it's, like it's, it's not technically cold. Other people are like, shut your face. It's 60 degrees out, calm down. But for us, for, it's cold. For us, it's pretty cold. Yeah. I almost wore pants. Uh, but almost, did almost. Not happen. still shorts. You were in shoes though. Well, what? I'm not wearing galoshes. Yeah, you don't really know where. You're not really a flip flop guy. Not very often. Only if I'm like really lazy will I plop on the plop the flops. But when I'm not working, I'm always doing the yeah. flip flop thing. It's hard for me to wear anything but because my feet are always confined in hot shoes. Hot shoes, my shoe prisons. <laughs> they must be free so they may breathe. Shoe prisons. Hey Tommy. Hello Matthew. How are you? I'm good. What's new with you? Anything? Uh, nothing really. I just got my car back. It's up and running again. That's good. Yep. Um, missed BB. After the crash. The from crash. The high speed chase you had against Vin Diesel. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> he just rolled the window down. He said, I am Groot. I went, what? Veered off the road. And... Did he have a tear in his eye? And he's like, I miss Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he, like, betray them in the last movie? I think so, yeah. I, don't know, I haven't really watched them in, like, a I don't decade. think he's really ever going to be in another one again because all the fights that him and the Rock had. I heard that was fake, though, like, or faked up. Uh, I think, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But they're doing a whole separate spinoff now. Really? With uh, Dwight Johnson's character. And mm. that's where... Dwight Johnson? Dwight Dwayne, Johnson. Dwayne Johnson's False. character. He is not really Dwight Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> what would, a, what would a, a mix between Dwight from The Office Dwight Space and, and The Rock sound like? Okay. <laughs> People ask me if I work out more than three hours a day. False. I work out six hours a day. And I work out to tunes from Battlestar Galactica while fighting bears. Kenny Smart, The Rock is cooking. Beats. Beats is what is what Dwight the, the Rock is shooting. Um, so you had a good Thanksgiving. I did. Yes, I was with you. We were together. <laughs> you, you were quite aware of the fun I was having. We uh, woke up and had brunch in the morning. Oh, right? that was good. That was really good, actually. It was a little disappointing, though, because the whole idea behind the, whole the brunch... The reason, yes, to do the brunch <laughs> was so we could get this scratch-and-sniff wrapping paper that Jimmy yeah. Dean's was promoting, and they're all out! Yeah, so I made one of their um, things. It turned out okay. It was pretty good, actually. I yeah. was very surprised putting, what, cinnamon well, rolls and cin- eggs and... Egg scramble? Yeah, there was a cinnamon roll casserole, yeah. but there was with eggs and Jimmy, Jimmy Dean, Dean sausage. sausage in it. It was quite interesting. I was mainly excited to get the wrapping paper, but it was all sold out. So instead, I have a Jimmy Dean sausage Christmas ornament coming, which I guess is a... Is it like a, their tube of sausage? Yeah, like... it's like a tube of sausage okay. ornament. So that'll be fun. It's probably small. Yeah. I'm guessing. Not actual size. Jimmy Dean sausage Somewhat roll size. Somewhat phallic shaped ornament. <laughs> 
So that was a little disappointing, but um, brunch was good. We did Bloody Marys. Yeah, those are very good, actually. Spicy Bloody Marys, peppered bacon. The stuff. bacon. Mm. We posted pictures of them on Instagram. Check out the Grams, folks. Out Check Batman. out our Marys, our Bat, our Bat with our Justice matching, Marys. I don't know. With their matching. Where's Bat Bloody Mary? Their matching Bat. <laughs> with their matching Bat friend uh, yeah. glasses. Where's Bloody Where's Bloody Mary? Where's Bloody Martha? <laughs> That's what we should call them, Bloody Marthas. But then we just kind of hung out and watched a parade and played video games, and then we went and ate Thanksgiving. Stuffed her faces. How about your week? How about Black Friday? Black Friday, I had to work, so I survived it. Luckily, it wasn't like overly crazy as it, as some of the first few ones I had to work, but yeah. it was very busy. And yeah. I bought like random, like I bought batteries from work. Yeah. Did you pick up any sales anywhere else over the weekend? I did. Or Cyber Monday sales I did a Cyber or? Monday one on Amazon. Yeah. What'd you get? Any geeky? I got the the Sanctum Sanctorium set of Legos from um, Nice Infinity War. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was like forty bucks off. Holy cow! Yeah, so it was, instead of ninety nine, it was like sixty. So that was good. And that's it. Nice. That sounds pretty awesome. I did not get any cyber. Eh. I got my wife a present off of the Dave Matthews website Shh. for um, her birthday. She want to do it. So yeah, she sorry. might. <laughs> <laughs> don't be so, um, don't be sure. That's Larry. the only thing I really got. Um, I was looking at other things like Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash had some really good. I always forget to look. Like I was like, oh, Amazon had something on Cyber Monday, and I forgot to look. Yeah. Like, I forgot the entirety of the internet is also on Cyber Monday. Yeah, there's some good PlayStation deals going on too. They did. I downloaded. Well, I bought some Black Friday Xbox deals. Like I bought. Oh yeah. Some games, so I got like Assassin's Creed Origins for thirty three bucks instead of a hundred. Nice. Uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game. It was like three bucks. So What'd you that. get that for? Xbox. Xbox, uh, Xbox One. Xbox One. Uh, hmm. What is that like? Is it like a storyline mode, or it's kind of it... like it's like an arc, an old classic arcade kind of beat 'em up. That's fun. So I think that'd be fun. I might bring it over one day so we can play it. I would love to do that with you, and you can choose any Power Ranger yep. from. I didn't know they had that game out. It came out last year. I'm a boner right summer. now. I'm just thinking about the game. Hello, Matt. <laughs> 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 So um, there's that, and then I also bought Red Dead Redemption 2 because everybody's playing it. So nice. it was like 10% off, so I bought that. Oh, you did get it? Mm-hmm. Good to know. Because I was going to get you that for Christmas. Yeah, sucker. So, <laughs> happy you told me you got it. Yeah. Um, well, and then I guess my wife took advantage of some specials and she yeah. got us some PS4 games. So that's pretty neat. Uh, Thanks, Matt Girl. I don't know what. What do we call her? Not Matt's Miss wife. Matt Man's wife. Miss. Oh, okay. <laughs> Right. Battlefront 2, 15 bucks. Yeah, that's Call good. of Duty uh, 4, 15 bucks. That's not bad. Either. And then WWE 2K19, which I think was more like 25, which I've been playing, and it's pretty awful. Oh, it's not good? Um, The customization looks pretty fun. The customization's fun. Right now, I'm starting to play through a my, my player thing. So the campaign and I made, or whatever? Yeah, I made Silent Bob. Nice. And so, but you have to earn and buy stuff. So he's just got like jeans and a wife beater on right now, <laughs> okay. and like a beard and long hair. So but once I can you'll buy get to more that, things, the trench coat, and all I'll that get stuff, a trench yeah. coat and a hat and stuff. So, um, it's fun, but some of the mechanics, I 
THQ is not making the games anymore. No, they went for, bankrupt and then, yeah. and then they like opened up some of their and things. They they're I was so used to what they did for the wrestling games. Yeah. Who makes it? That then? I don't know who the person was. BRB. Um, but the problem is, is they have new mechanics for submission moves and pinning and uh, grapple moves and two uh, K. Well. Th- I th- well, THQ, I think even though we're, we're still kind of had their game mechanics in the past couple 2Ks. Yeah. Because 2K18 that I got was not this bad. Hmm. No, um, no, the, the studio is 2K. 2K? Yeah. They usually make sports games and stuff okay. like that. But could THQ still provide their mechanics to 2K like <laughs> I in mean, the, past? the source, to, I don't know who owns the, whoever owns the licensing technically would have Change all that stuff. And, and the, stuff. Engine, the, the game engine and stuff like that. So the submission moves are almost impossible to really? to like do. Mashing buttons and lining up stuff. It's it's either a um, joystick kind of thing where you got to chase the thing around, yeah, or and then Mac get it to match, or a pushing the like mashing the button certain buttons that gets match match okay mash square now mash circle now mash triangle and it's it's almost impossible either yeah. either way it's really really hard to it's frustrating. Yeah. And then they have a tag. The tag matches are hard. And so I was doing a thing where you go play through his Daniel Bryan through his career. Sure. And there, there was a submission match. And I just I couldn't complete it all the way because it's impossible. And so I, I looked up online. And that's not just me. Everybody, a lot of people okay. are having issues so it's a with really the big submission issue with the stuff. games. Yeah. Well, that's um, a bummer. But I'm still having fun with it. And they have a lot of different players. More, a biggest biggest roster of all time. Oh, really? So That's the cool. roster of people they have is pretty cool that a lot you can of unlock. Current and classic. Yeah, and then I'm having fun with the my career thing because you're going through the indies. So right now I created Silent Bob, and I have an, an indie. I have a storyline I'm following. And I have to go through like the indie scene before I get oh, to. Oh, okay. The so yeah, that's, that's kind of fun. So it's fun. So I, I might turn around on it, but um, I've been playing that in Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider-Man's fun. Um, all right. So I do want to talk. So this weekend you worked. Are you playing it as me? Spider-Man? No, like wrestling. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, then you know when if you were to in the future get your own Xbox, you have to start all the way yeah, over. Okay, just check. That's okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> Go time at two stars. I mean, <laughs> how, how could I do it? You would have had to just make your own profile. Correct my own profile. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Not a big deal. Um... It doesn't seem like it's going to be a very long thing, so. Um, so uh, I want to tell you a story. All right. So you you worked this weekend. Yes. And I had to go Friday and Saturday while you were working. I went up and visited with my dad. Right. Yeah. We stayed at the Cabana Bay Beach Resort. So as we're saying, which Cabana was it? The Cabana Bay. Copa. Copa. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I didn't interrupt you this time. And so we stayed there and so we just kind of hang out at the pool and stuff. And Saturday, my nieces came through. Mm-hmm. So they were obsessed with the Lazy River. Yeah, oh, those are awesome. I love Lazy Rivers. My, my one little niece is like three. Larry's like cracking up in and the back. She's real small. And so she's sitting on the raft and she didn't really want to get in the water. And I'm pushing her around. It was quite annoying. Yeah. I'm pushing her around. And you, if you've ever done a Lazy River, you get people who just stay in a big group. Yeah. And then when you try to come through, they don't move or whatever. Not really. And so 
I'm trying to push her through and get through. And all of a sudden she goes, excuse me, my uncle's fat. So that was part of my weekend. And then we'll yeah. talk about the other thing that I experienced a restaurant at Universal. I'll talk okay. About we'll talk about food news. Okay. But I thought you would, I thought you would appreciate that. Oh. <laughs> it's funny. Like, they're, you think, like, because they're your family, they don't notice these things. Yeah. But they do. Like, my, niece, my nieces have pointed those random, like, like fat-related yeah. things out to me, too. It's like, and it wasn't even You my... have boobies, Uncle Timmy. It's like, yeah. yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> They're very nice boobies. <laughs> well, it wasn't even my fault we couldn't get through. No, the it's, inner it's their problem. fault, but yeah. all of a sudden, you're, you're too big my to get through. Fat. Yeah. Um, so that was funny. All right. Hey, Tom, guess what? What? TV pick of the week. What are you watching? I, well, I've been finishing a few shows, but I started some movies. Just so I can finally get these off my bucket list. Okay. So two movies that I watched recently are Tusk and Yoga Hosers. Oh, man. All right. So did you watch Tusk before Yoga I watched Hosers? Tusk first just so I can get it right. in order. So what did you think about Tusk? Oh, my lanta. What the heck yeah, kind of movie is that? It's pretty messed up, right? Do you, know is, the, do you know the origin of it? There, this modcast, what, like two some two fifty two, something two fifty something yeah they kind of put in the credits so but yeah. yeah basically Kevin was I think it was an ep- ad oh it was they read an ad like an ad for in Canada oh okay and it was right. a real ad that they read so basically like the thing that they read about the the guy put in the bathroom was almost real pretty much That's yeah pretty disturbing. much um but it ended up later on they found out that it was a it was a joke it wasn't a real ad oh okay yeah. Um, so if you don't know, Tusk is a movie directed by Kevin written, Smith. Written and directed by Ri- Kevin it Smith. It came out, what, 2015, 2000, I think? Well, Yoga Hosers came out in 2015, so this was like 2014. Wow, that long ago Yoga Hosers like came the, out? When the credits were rolling, it said 2015. I was like, wow. That's insane. I know. Um, and so Tusk starred uh, Justin Long. Justin Long was the main character. It also had... Um, the I kid know. from... Um, I know. I just had his name on the tip of my tongue. Haley Joel Osment. Haley Joel Osment. It had Johnny Depp in it briefly, Johnny Depp. too. <laughs> Very interesting character. And Michael LaFont. And Michael Parks. Yes. Guy LaFont, yeah. Um, so what was your uh, favorite part of Tusk? I liked the beginning part, before the crazy stuff happened. Like, I thought at the beginning part was really, like, Justin Long did, I think, did a great job in the first part. We were showing how terrified he was and stuff like that. Playing like a that, cocky asshole. That too. But terrified. like when he actually starts getting abducted and he's freaking out and stuff like that, it was pretty good acting. He can't move his legs and right. shit. Yeah, that was pretty that good. That part was pretty intense. And then all of a sudden, there was a lot of stuff too that they kind of threw in the movie that I didn't think needed to be in there. Like, yeah. for instance, the whole like subplot where he like cheated on his girlfriend. Like There was no real merit for that part. No, no reason. I think what they were trying to do is... I think Kevin was trying to make you not feel bad for the guy. Not feel as bad for him? Because yeah. he's an asshole. Yeah, sure. I mean, you could have just Maybe. kept him as a cocky douche. That's fine. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. enough. And then the whole part where, like, where Johnny Depp's character, like, runs into the killer. Yeah, that was strange. And then they just kept going on with that whole scene. Like, it took, like, ten minutes of him just, like, talking to him while these, like, the killer's pretending to be, like, a simpleton. 
Yeah. It really it should have been like 30 seconds, but they yeah. went on for like 10 you minutes. You get to see Michael Parks chew the scenery, though. Really so chew the scenery cool. while acting like he's mentally handicapped. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part of that whole movie was any time Michael Parks is on screen. He was quite intense. He was so creepy and yeah. intense. He played it very well. Um, how about the end? Did you cry at the end? No. <laughs> <laughs> I cried at the end. The end, I'm just like, oh my gosh. The Hurry end up with the end. Fucked up. It's so messed up. When he's, he's sitting, they've got him like at a zoo thing. Yeah, like a... Manitoba's, what do they call him? The man Exotic Animal Reserve yeah. or something. He's the Manitoba manatee. The Manitoba what, manatee. What, even yeah. though he's a walrus, but yeah. they kept calling him. <laughs> and then, like in the next movie where they were talking about, he should have been the Winnipeg walrus. And, saying, and then Johnny Depp's character, like, oh, that that actually makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> and he brought, he but he rolls a tear at the end. Yeah, when he's yeah. like, because they have the whole thing where animals don't cry, but people mm-hmm. do because they have a soul. And then he's like, he loved her too, and she loved him, and like, oh, it was messed up. It, and, yeah. Kevin was definitely on drugs. As soon as I saw the walrus, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, it was like all patched together. If anything, if they kept that to like the very end, like you didn't see the the whatever patchwork walrus until literally that last scene, that would have been a much better movie. But as soon as it, like you're halfway through the movie and you see this creepy ass walrus man, and you're like, whoa. And he's feeding him and then he like, he attacks his tongue out. Yeah, Yeah. well, yeah, because he's like, he's like, now you must learn, you must fight to survive. And he put on his own walrus suit. Yeah. yeah. And it he, was weird. And then he takes that <laughs> off and starts fighting him. And Justin Long stabs him with his tusks. Oh, man. So uh, what would you give rating stars? If wise? I were to rate that out of ten, it's yeah. a three. Three? Yeah. You weren't a big fan of it? No. Did you know? Yeah, you're not a huge fan of the podcast, so you wouldn't have noticed a lot of Easter mm-hmm. eggs and stuff. I it, don't it did have quite a now, lot of Easter eggs that I noticed from, like, just Kevin Smith stuff in general. Yeah, but. yeah. Um, and so Yoga Hosers. Yoga Hosers are definitely better. You think Yoga Hosers are better than yeah. Tusk? It was definitely more tolerable because obviously it was more kid-friendly. Yeah. Still very strange. What did you like about Yoga Hosers? I liked... It was cameo central in that movie. Like, there were so Lots many cameos. Cool, funny cameos. And there were some goofy moments that were funny. I like just like how literally like almost every... It was just fun. It was so silly and the... Yeah. When they, uh, I liked when they were doing the the song came out of know that song that he did that the girls yeah, sang. That part was interesting. And the montage was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin's wife being in it was cool. Yeah. Well, she was in Tusk. It was a, yeah, it was the same character. They just oh, oh yeah, them. she was in it wasn't because they were at the restaurant when they met Guy Lafon. She yeah. served him the food. So then, if you find out that she's actually Colleen's mom, yeah, which is her real mom in real life, it's a very small world. <laughs> Did you see Kevin's uh, mom in it too? Yeah, when they Grace let her into in the, Kevin, the, the yeah, she walked into the the convenience, convenience store. Um, Kevin was, Conroy, did you see him? Yep, I love that part. He's like, this "Good." Is, I thought Canadian was supposed to be nice. Come on, Robin. <laughs> Robin yes. Um, Stanley, Stan was in it. Jason Mewes, uh, Ralph Garman, who's like the evil Nazi guy. Yeah, it was good, and they basically every uh, impersonation that he does in the podcast. At first, I was like, "This guy looks familiar." Too. Then all of a sudden, he's like, "I'm maybe I should start talking like Dustin Hoffman." And I was like, "Wait, oh, that's Ralph." <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's familiar. <laughs> um, 
you know, and not to get sad and back on the subject again, but Kevin and his, the newest Fat Man Beyond episode podcast, yeah. he tells a story about Stan mm-hmm. and uh, when they're filming Yoga Hosers, and he had to do the line that he uh, uh, delivered the line perfect, but instead of Yoga Hosers, he goes, "Dad, uh, Dad, whatever, goddamn Yoga Hosers, oh God, goddamn Yoga Horses." Oh, does he? <laughs> and Kevin's like. Uh, Stan, it's not horses, it's hosers. And Stan's like, hosers? What's a hoser? (laughs) So Kevin had to like take 10 minutes to explain explain what a hoser was. And he's like, oh, well, it's your movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. That was a good little You'd think that growing up and living in New York for so long, he'd run into Canadians and... Yeah. yeah. You'd think. What did you think of... uh, Harley and uh, Lily Rose. Lily Rose. I think they did a good job. Was, they did a good job. It was cutesy. They did a good yeah. job. The fun. I'm not even supposed to be here yeah, today. Yeah, I thought I was like, oh, oh nice clerk's little clerk's nod. Okay. So what would you give that stars wise? I would give that a six. Six? Okay. Now, new, more. have you seen Red State? Not yet. I want to see that, though. That's the next thing you need to do. Yeah. If you download Tubi... It's a streaming app you can get it on your phone. You Red State's not on, on Netflix there. anymore? It was on Netflix. Not anymore. Darn. No. It's on two. I downloaded it to my phone. You have you have to watch two ads during the movie. But well, that's not bad then. And Red State is pretty up. intense. I it's, know. it's about as effed up as It's about like Tuskets. a cult and stuff, yeah, with Harvey Keitel. Yeah, and pretty hardcore. And it's got Michael Parks in it. And Michael Parks is the best part I of that movie. I thought it was Harvey Keitel. No. I don't know if Harvey Keitel's in it. I know Michael Parks is the main bad guy. All right, well, and then John Goodman's in it. John Goodman's like the John main Goodman. FBI agent or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely a good movie. That's definitely worth checking out. Um, I you've have been, been watching? watching Walking Dead. Oh yes, you've been got all conduct binging on Walking Dead season eight. Yep, the newest season that's out right now, which I believe is eight, and. Uh, that's been pretty good. If you haven't, if you've been staying away from it because you didn't like where the season was going or where the show was going in the past couple of seasons were slow, um, definitely dive back in it. It's uh, definitely worth checking out, I think. Okay. Um, they kind of do a weird thing towards the end of the last couple episodes or on the mid-season finale after. Cause it's not a secret that Rick is not going to be in Walking Dead anymore. No, at this point, it's all over the internet. And so after they episode. do that, they do a pretty interesting, weird jump, kind of losty thing, which is neat. Um, so it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, I purchased mine on Amazon Prime and so much. Okay. So I just finished that. And then I just saw that they on Netflix, they just released season three of Frontier is out. Um, so that's probably the next thing I'm going to start so we can talk about that next week probably. That's the Jason Momoa show? That's the Jason Momoa show. (laughs) Um, Jason Momoa show? I think it originally came out on the History Channel. Something like that. It was on a Something and then um, it only did one season and then Netflix picked it up and made it an original. Um, And uh, he plays this guy named Declan Harp who's part Irish, part Native American is campaigning to breach the Hudson Bay's company monopoly on the fur trade in Canada. Ooh. So this is when the kind of the um, Brits come in, take over Canada. They're trying to take over the fur trade. And Declan Harp used to be a British soldier, um, but they kind of went and killed his family. And it's a big, big story. So now he's just the Canadian French, like a so now, Frank Castle? 
Kind of, yeah. He's kind of like the Native American uh, wilderness Frank Castle. <laughs> he lives in the woods, and he uh, is kind of like the Robin Hood of the fur trading business. Okay. And um, he yeah. has all these relationships with the Native Americans. Grizzly and Adams and Frank Castle merged together. Yeah, it's actually really good. So if you haven't checked it out, it's definitely worth checking out just for Jason Momoa alone. Because he has a shirt off a bunch in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. Right. I actually put it that way. I and uh, he's pretty good at it. There's a lot of grizzly scenes. Season one, best the best one so oh, really? far. I about started season three. Season one was great. Season two was like, it was good. It took some weird turns. They had a lot more sex in it. It felt like they were trying to make it more games of Game of Thrones, which kind of irritated me a little bit because I'm. The only reason why I haven't watched Game of Thrones is because of all the gratuitous sex and stuff they yeah, have it in it. feels like it's unnecessary. And penis shots. Yellow! And so, um, right. Frontier was starting to go down that route in Season 2. So hopefully they don't go down that route in Season 3 because it might make me stop watching it. But um, I think Season 1 is definitely worth checking out. Cool. I might start watching it. Hey, Tom. Hey, Matt. Movie pick of the week. Can you believe that three huge movies have come out? Or it's four. such a small one. Four? Four. And we haven't seen any of them. Oh boy. What's wrong with us? So Fantastic Beasts 2 came out. We yep. haven't seen that yet. Nope. We're not getting wonderful reviews. No, it's not. No. Um, the Grinch right. came out, which Scott Mosier uh, direct, co-directed. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And um, did Kevin just released the newest Smodcast this week. With Mojana, and they're talking about the whole history of how that came to be. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely worth a listen. Mm. Um, I also want to tell you about a new Fat Man Beyond too. Okay. Um, but uh, so then that um, that came out, and then Bohemian Rhapsody came out. That came out like a month ago, a little bit ago, yeah. And then uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet just came out mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. Oof. So we've not seen any of those yet. Fast forward about a week, yeah, we haven't seen any of them. But Ralph Breaks the Internet, um, do you know how much it made opening weekend? No. 56 million opening weekend. Worldwide so far it's made 129 million, and it hasn't even been open a full week yet. Not even a week yet. Technically it it was the 21st, so that's a week from today. I think it's going to hit maybe like 500. You think so? I think it's over three. Over three, you think? Um... It's getting pretty good reviews. Um, it has like an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes, That's I good. Think. That's very good. Um, Larry went and saw it, mm-hmm. and Larry really liked it. She enjoyed it. She said that if I go, I need to bring a bunch of Kleenexes. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, boy. There's a lot of cameos. That's the one thing I can't eggs. wait about it. Video. It's like, well, the one thing I love about Ready Player One is like all the video game Easter yeah. eggs. So this is also another movie. Based around video games. So, Gen X Grown Up went and saw it. John, John from Gen X Grown Up, the host, has been mm-hmm. obsessed with it. Oh, yeah. He loved the first one. He loved it because of the nostalgia of the video games. Yeah. He said that there's not as much video game nostalgia in this one. Yeah, it seems like it's more based around, like, mom. But a lot internet more stuff. internet stuff. Yeah. Um, which will still be fun in its own right, too. Um, so, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think I want to try <laughs> to go see it this week. What? I just wonder if Ralph ever finds the dark side of the internet. Mm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> not in this movie. Hopefully not. I'm sure they. I'm sure they. They make uh, a joke about it. Or make like, a don't joke go over there. Yeah. 
like a if they do a Lions King type joke where it's like, oh, what's that over there? Oh, that's the the elephant graveyard. That's the dark web. Uh, we never. That's the dark <laughs> web. We don't talk about. That. We don't go there. That'd be pretty the deep funny. web. Yeah. Um, but if you want to hear a good review on it, Jack's growing up on their YouTube channel. They do have a pretty good review uh, going on that. So we will definitely check that out. If you've seen Rick, Ralph Breaks the Internet and you want to share your info about it or what you think, you could share that with us on our many social media sites. Where have you social media? Right, Tom? That's right. Instagram. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. You could always email us to deepfriedgeeks at gmail.com. Yep. And we would even read your email on our next episode. As long as it's not inappropriate. Hopefully at the same time we do a review for it. I yeah. don't know when we're going to sneak it in. but Spoiler! We'll, try. we'll see it eventually. All right, Tom. All right, Matt. Food news. Food news, you say. I don't know what the... I don't know either. Is it, <laughs> is it ghost face here? For a long time, I've been walking by a restaurant okay, at Universal City Walk, and okay. I've always thought it was pretty interesting, but I've never gone to it. Okay. The Universal City Walk is in Orlando, so this yeah. past weekend I got to go to this restaurant. Yeah, well, we were the family. Yes. Have you ever been to City Walk? Yeah, we went. We did go to City Walk, yes. And there's a restaurant that's called Cowfish. Cowfish? Yes, and they have a big like plastic fish in front of the restaurant that kind of is a mix between a fish and a cow. And it's a burger and sushi restaurant. Okay. So I've been passing by it for quite a time, quite a long time, and I've never gone. After doing some research, I guess they have several different locations. Cowfish? Um, I've never heard of it. Yep, they have a location in Atlanta, Birmingham, Charlotte, Raleigh, North Carolina, and Orlando. Rally, yeah. Raleigh. Raleigh. I said rally, didn't you I? You said rally. Did I say like, rally? Like, let's rally the troops. Uh- <laughs> I have friends who live in Raleigh. Um, so it's it's really interesting. It's a really colorful restaurant. They have, like, big, large aquariums in it. And they have, like... Do they have, like, a pasture for cows? No. So, wait, they have, they have the fish half, but not the cow half? That's just not right. <laughs> If they're going to go halfway, they might as well go all the way have a freaking cow in there. Right. I want to milk I'm that sure cow. I'm sure they a cow in there somewhere. Not a real cow. I don't oh, think. beef. They have a bar. And they have the a beef. sushi bar. And it's, it's very chic and uh, cool. Hmm. Um, so when we they got there. They like more unique like restaurants like the Bubblegum Shrimp Co. It's yes. Like very popular. And this kind. is a very unique restaurant. And... <sighs> um, we had a 45-minute wait when we got there. So we got drinks and appetizers. That's not too surprising. I had a bacon old-fashioned. Ooh. That was probably the best bacon old-fashioned that I've had. And we got a calamari appetizer. Hmm. And the calamari was... You could tell it was like fresh calamari. Well, that's it good. Because like otherwise it was too chewy. Yep. It wasn't chewy at awesome. all. It was very meaty and nice. And then we kind of went inside and we ate. Um, it's interesting because their menu... They have burgers, uh, burgers, burgers, and they have some chicken entrees. So burgers, burgers. But then the burgers, you can get like a chicken burger, a turkey burger, a lamb burger, a bison burger, and then I think they have like a portobello thing too. So those For are all the different chicken. patties you can get. The different fish entrees, but then they had salads. But their main thing is sushi and burgers, and then they have a section of their menu that they call burger ushi. Okay. Let me see. So they combine the two. Yes. Let me get an exact. Um, yeah, so it's it's basically burgers 
made into sushi form. Okay, so there's beef instead of like a fish. Yeah, so it's called, uh, let's see. Sashimi Najiri hand spun. Did I miss it? Uh, well, while you're looking it up, a friend of mine once when I was uh, back in the day when we used to do our night gallivanting, we uh, a friend of mine who used to bartend and he was a head chef at the Turtle Club and stuff like that. He made a burger sushi roll once. Did he? It was pretty good. Used instead of using like fish, used beef and then okay. stuff like that. Yeah, so it's called cheeseburger ushi. Cheeseburger ushi. Burger Ushi, so they had, uh, my sister was with me, and she got the All-American Bacon Double Cheese Burger Ushi, okay. and it's seasoned black Angus beef, yellow cheddar cheese, white cheddar cheese, applewood bacon wrapped in soy paper, and potato strings, and flash fried. And then... Was there rice or anything? Uh, it did have rice in it. Okay. This doesn't say rice, but it definitely had, uh, and it rice in rice, it. Yeah. Um, and it was really, really weird. Um, it was very pickly. Well, I like um, pickles, but well, I mean, sushi's normally got some sort of thing like that, so it's got like an avocado, or yeah, celery um, things. Like so that. Pretty, so it was pretty interesting. Sense. And then my dad was with me, and he had the primetime fillet and lobster roll, okay, which was really disappointing. Oh. Um, but it was lobster and cucumbers inside, topped with seared rare seasoned filet mignon, pan fried portobello mushroom slices, tossed some truffle oil, green onions, and spicy mayo. It tasted like kind of like a. Uh, it sounds like a lot. The lobster didn't taste like lobster. It tasted like the fake like crab yeah, that they use at, at uh, Publix. It yeah. tasted like a Publix sushi roll with Flaming some, not even just some shitty kind of steak beef. beef meat. It wasn't very great. Um, but then I had a bento box. So they have a bento box. It's called the Fusion Specialty Bento Box. It's a combo meal featuring... A mini burger, which was Kobe beef, uh, sushi, um, and then the sushi I got was a, a spicy tuna roll, and you got sweet potato fries and mm. Thai cucumbers and edamame. Mm. That was the best thing that I had. That was that we had. I think the sweet potato fries were like fresh. It was the best sweet potato fries I've ever like had. like a nice little best of both worlds scenario. Yeah. The sweet potato fries were amazing. The little mini burger was cooked perfectly. Uh, the the cucumber things they had was weird. It was like pickled little cucumber slices that were pretty interesting and then uh the sushi was pretty awesome we also got a california roll yeah before dinner when we sat down kind of and it was yeah what well, was a rainbow roll oh. so it was a california roll with the salmon and tuna salmon on top tuna, right yeah and it was amazing it was probably one of the best rainbow rolls i've ever had so there was a lot of highs and lows of the place uh, but it was it was definitely so it sounds Probably more one of the like interesting places your I've burger ushi. I would stay away from the burger ushi. Okay. I mean, if you want to have some Instagrammable pictures, maybe. But some people had some burgers that came out, and the burgers look fucking incredible. Yeah, the burgers they're huge. So it sounds like you need to stick to one side or the other, not the middle. Not the middle. Don't I think go to the middle. Go to a burger. Get some. Get a burger. Get some sushi. But don't, don't get, get the burger ushi. Yeah, <laughs> it just sounds like a weird thing. It doesn't even sound good coming out yeah. of your mouth. They did, and they did have dog uh, dogfish ninety minute IPA on. Okay, and I had three of those, and that was pretty delicious. My dad paid for the tab, so Ooh, beautiful. That worked out. <laughs> there you go. Sounds amazing. You know, I will put up with a lot if I don't have to pay for it. If I'm paying yeah. for it, it's got to be good. But if someone else paying for it, 
they what the hell. And, and then uh, they didn't like their food at all, so I got to eat a little bit of Oh, that's how you got to sample too. it? Okay. Yeah. Um, and the, and the th- I would go definitely go back, but it was it was interesting just the mix of really good stuff and stuff that was kind of like, eh. Hmm. So, um, and the service was really good, too. The service was good. So if you're ever in Universal City Walk or any of those locations, go check out Cowfish. We're going to post... Uh, the same day this comes out, we'll have some pictures on our Instagram. Um, not the greatest pictures because I was a little inebriated, but I'll try to put some filters on them. Because <laughs> I've been drinking all day. Too many filters. Um, Hashtag too many filters. But I will uh, put those on there and you guys can check that out. Um, all right. Hey, Tom. Hey, Matt. Geek News. Geek so so last week they had people had their fill of us being sad about uh, yes true Stanley. so we're gonna have a little bit of sad this episode uh, let's get sad out of the way first um did you hear that um steven uh hillenberg passed away who's that steven hillenberg was the creator of spongebob squarepants really oh wow um he was the original creator of Spongebob. I, I've heard his name before, um, but I didn't know his backstory. So him passing away made me kind of read up about him a little bit. Um, he was an American animator and cartoonist, and he was a marine biology teacher before okay. he became a cartoonist. So he taught kind of marine okay. biology, and his specialty was um, the animals that live kind of in the... Uh, whatever they call that, the bottom layer, the bottom the layer of the ocean, and, yeah, so and like the sea cucumbers and sea cucumbers mollusks and, mollusks and, and that stuff. kind of stuff. So that's really strange that a a marine biologist drew intertidal zone. Okay, yeah, that's it. So he drew a SpongeBob to look more like a household sponge than a sea sponge. It's pretty interesting, that's right? Really interesting. Um, and so he kind of got a start on Rocco's Modern Life. He animated okay. for that oh, and a couple other shows and stuff. Ugh. Um, and he was the showrunner. Um, so in 1994, he began developing a show that he titled The Intertidal Zone. Okay. The characters and concepts became SpongeBob. SpongeBob premiered in 1999. So how wow. old were you when that came out? I was 10. Yeah. So were you a big SpongeBob fan when I you were was, 10? I was, yeah. I was in middle school when it came out. Yeah. So that was about, it was for my age group. I was in high school. So I was like 15, 16 in 1999. Um... And I was even a Spongebob fan when I was a teenager. And I had Spongebob shirts and everything else. Um, So he was the showrunner for a long time. And he was the creator of it. He also also then directed the Spongebob Squarepants movie in 2004. Okay. That was going to be the series finale. Oh, it was? So that was going to be the end of the show. But then Nickelodeon wanted to produce more episodes. So he resigned as the showrunner and went back to making short films. Hmm. Um, and then they did another SpongeBob movie. Um, yeah, he kind of came ago. and helped with that movie. That was Sponge Out of Water in yeah. 2015. Were they like so superheroes? That. I don't really understand that one. Yeah, I, I never saw that one. He co-wrote that story, and then he acted as an executive producer. And then from there, he's been helping with the show some. But he got diagnosed with ALS oh, okay. um, in 2017. And so oh, he, wow. so that um, was that long ago. yeah. So it took him pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so pretty sad. He was only uh, 
57. Wow. So, um, huge bucket of wind, really. I mean, really huge, just... Huge chum bucket. Of really? Oh, yes. Huge chum bucket of wind. <laughs> really, really impressive in how he created this character that's last, what, 20 seasons now? Yeah, it's I, phenomenon. I would, I would call Spongebob the second most successful cartoon in history. Alright. And with Simpsons being first. Simpsons number one? Because yeah, Simpsons, Simpsons, the, Simpsons is the longest one. Yeah. And technically there's probably a few others that have been longer than Spongebob, but not as successful. I don't remember any cartoon other than The Simpsons having such a cultural impact that Spongebob did. Spongebob for the longest time was everywhere. Yeah. And even now he still kind of reverberates and is in the pop culture and Probably one of the most quotable cartoon television series oh, of all time. So much nowadays, yeah. Yeah, um, and some people, and I think there's there's no in between. There's you, there's people that either hate SpongeBob and find it super annoying, or they love SpongeBob. True. Um, I'm one of the people that love SpongeBob. I've kind of moved to the latter. It kind of annoys me. Does he? Yeah. Um, we had season. My biggest SpongeBob memory is we got season one on DVD, mm-hmm. and when Larry was a baby. It was nonstop. So it was one of those ones where I'd put the DVD in and it would just play from front to back and then we'd have to restart it and it would just keep going and going yeah. and going. She was pretty She was pretty obsessed with it for a while. Um, but in, I think why SpongeBob was so successful is because originally it was meant to be more of an adult cartoon like right. Red and Stimpy. And then they kind of made it very kid-friendly and hid the adult jokes. But even now you watch it and you can see some of the adult jokes and the bleeping out of swear words and stuff like that yeah um, but really and i don't know how much he created himself and how much he had help with or whatever but really a, a great legacy i think for sure yeah it's definitely gonna keep going yeah do you have a favorite spongebob episode <sighs> or a spongebob moment moment even? There's a lot of like it's one of those shows that's so random. Okay. So you think of yours a little bit, and I'll share two of mine. Okay, go ahead. I have a lot, <laughs> but um, there's three that come to mind. Uh, the first one is the episode where it's Free Balloon Day, mm-hmm. and SpongeBob and Patrick don't know it's Free Balloon Day, and they think they steal a balloon. Oh, okay. So they steal a balloon, and then they have, to, and then the balloon escapes. Oh, I remember this. And so one, they yeah. have to go get the balloon back, and so they run away, yeah. and they think they're fugitives. And then when they're in the kind of wilderness, um, Patrick, the favorite part of the episode is they're on a campfire and SpongeBob's like, I stole or stored us away two chocolate candy bars for rations or whatever. And Patrick just auto- automatically eats his candy bar and then he forgets about it. And he's like, where'd my candy bar go? <laughs> and then he accuses SpongeBob of eating his candy bar. And the whole episode's just really good. Um, and fun, and then them trying to get back up after they run away and get on the bus and stuff. The uh, the other one is the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, mm-hmm. and where the whole movie is around the uh, what is that 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 Chuck E. Cheese ripoff called? Uh, and they have a song for it and everything. The kids thing. Oh man, I'm not even gonna be able to think of it now. But there's a, I got I gotta Google that in a minute. Um, but the end of the series, so they go and they go on land and they go to the tour shop, and then the end they need to get back to beating Bikini Bottom 
and David Hasselhoff comes out. Yeah. And they ride David Hasselhoff's ass back to Bikini Bottom and they have a fight scene with the villain on top of David Hasselhoff. And it's fucking amazing. Truly Spongebob. It's it's amazing. Um, And that and then the Krusty Krab Pizza episode. Where sales are down at the Krusty Krab. I remember that one. And oh, it's classic. And Mr. Krabs decide to start selling pizza. And so SpongeBob's like the delivery boy. And he has yeah. a song Krusty Krab pizza is a pizza for you and me. It's I remember pretty, that, but yeah. I don't remember the episode. It's a pretty good episode. All right, did you think of any? All right, so the one, the Magic Conch, that one comes to mind. Uh, so that's the episode where they get this like toy. And, like, Patrick and Spongebob are just, like, listening to this toy who's, like, giving them messages. And Squidward is getting really annoyed that the the Magic Conch doesn't speak to him for some reason. Because <laughs> the Magic Conch keeps making them do stupid stuff to annoy Squidward. And yeah. then, like, at the end of the episode, they're, like, I think, they're, like, basically, like, Squidward has to do all these dumb things. He's, like, why does he keep telling you this? It's not telling me to do anything. You get to do all the fun stuff, Magic Conch. So, like, at the end, like, everything just breaks down and Squidward's like, all oh, hail the magic conch. That's pretty. That's a pretty good impersonation. <laughs> well, that's the, best. <laughs> that's the best thing about that show is Patrick and Spongebob always sees their imagination for Wait. shit. And then imagination. Squidward, didn't, Squidward didn't have one, so oh. he'd always get mad because he wasn't in it. It's like the bubble blowing episode, too. Yeah. The magic conch is a pretty good episode. I remember that one. Another, um, another good one was Rip Pants. Oh, yeah. I ripped my pants. And they do, like, the whole concert at the end. Yeah. It's a great show, man. It really is. We're going to watch them with SpongeBob in the next couple days now. Goofy Goober. That's the name of the restaurant. I'm a goofy goober, yeah. You're a goofy goober, yeah. Goofy, 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 goofy goobers. And they eat the whole ice cream and they get all, like, drunk on ice cream. Yeah. (laughs) Was there one reason? So, uh... Rest in peace, Steven Hillenburg. Thank you for an amazing cartoon that's going to live forever, really. It's so, like, it's exploded. Merchandising and all that stuff. Crazy. SpongeBob's everywhere. Insane. Um, So did you hear the rumor of what was supposed to be releasing today? Today is Thursday, November 28th. Today is Wednesday. (laughs) Wednesday, (laughs) November 28th. 27th? 27th? No, 28th. 28th, yes. Um, did you hear last night? There last night. There's a big thing going around on social media that something was going to be coming out today. I just saw that but today. It, yes. What's that? The the thing that's supposed to be released today. Yeah. Did you see? It hasn't been released yet. No, not yet. Avengers four trailer, yeah. right? So I'm reading that it was a big rumor, yeah. and the rumor was created because this is the day that Infinity War trailer came out. Oh, okay. And so that's why they're saying, because it's around the same release date, so they're saying they think it's going to come out. And then the other reasoning is because all these big blockbusters are coming out soon. Sure. There's like four huge movies coming out in the next 15 days. Really? Aquaman. Oh, yeah. Um, Mary Poppins. Mm Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting about that, too. Um, Bumblebee. Oh, and yep. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And so they're kind of saying that they're gonna it's going to come out so it can release on the Marvel into the Spider-Verse. Um, what do you think? You think we're going to get it soon? Or you think, well, you think we'll get it before New Year's? Or you think it'll be after New Year's? After? 
I think it'll be after New There's Year's. There's no like so. big major Disney movie coming out at this point that would have it. Like no. if their Star Wars was coming out this year, that would be something a big trailer for Star Wars. But well, do you think they even need to have it? I uh, to another movie. I mean, they don't even really have well, to have trailers for it, really. Like, we barely have a trailer for Captain Marvel. Barely, yeah. and they have given us very little. And that comes that. out in March. Yeah, very soon. Um, so just keep your eye out for that. If you guys haven't heard about that, keep your eye out for that trailer. That might be dropping soon. Just gotta love the internet. It was like, well, this is a rumor, so it must be true. Yeah. Well, and Disney's doing that thing where they're just throwing trailers in your face now. What are you doing? I'm untying your shoes. I see that. Because Thanksgiving, uh, we were eating dinner. We were getting ready to eat dinner. We were doing something. And all of a, we had football on the TV. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're like, holy shit, it's Lion King. Lion King Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> And the, the live action uh, remake of Lion King was trailer was out. Um, it looks good too. It does look pretty dang good. And I don't know if you noticed, but it's pretty much like a shot for shot remake of the original teaser trailer. Of the, yeah, the I did kind of notice that actually when I, I was a comparison thing I saw. Yeah. Um, it looks pretty great. Have you seen the memes online that is basically saying um, the live action remake's just another animated Lion King? Because it's CGI. Look, they don't use actual live. I know. It's not live action. So I don't know why they keep it's calling it live action. animated again. <laughs> it's just reanimated, if anything. It's yeah. Lion King. The trailer was pretty one, awesome. One though. and a three quarters. I've watched it four or five times now. Yeah, I've seen it twice. It made me tear up. Lion King's my favorite Disney movie. It's a great movie. It's it's a wonderful movie. Gotta love movie. Animal Hamlet. It's interesting to... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's interesting to see where they're going to go with it because they did ju- like, they can't change it too much. It's, no, I think they it's can't. But there's so much it. stuff in it that is very out there and cartoony. Yeah, like the Mufasa parts in the clouds. Like that's not really very yeah. realistic. And uh, Timon and Pumbaa, their their personalities are and not some of the Hawaiian hyena stuff and yeah. Timon and Pumbaa. And Timon dressing up in drag, and so it'll it'll be interesting to kind of see where they go mm-hmm. with it. Um, but they do have voices, so the animals are yeah. talking in it. It's very, um, it's kind of like you have to take a sec, a step back, and be like, it is Lion King, because you'll see these realistic looking animals, and like, oh wait, they're talking. Yeah, it's gonna, and they haven't had them talk in the trailer yet, which I they're think is kind genius. They're just kind of voicing over it, yeah. so they're not actually seeing their lips moving or anything. Do you think we're gonna have songs? Oh, I hope so. I hope so too. Because if they, Beauty and the Beast did great, and they had brought a lot of songs back and some new songs. Um, Jungle Book. Jungle Book, same thing. Jungle so. Book only had like two songs. That came out first. Though. I think they yeah. took the Jungle Book and they're like they tweaked it a little bit, so they added more songs. That's what Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, Jungle Book was great. So it, I, it, yeah, hopefully it's it's similar to Jungle Book, but yeah. I can't wait for that to come out. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is uh, you and I love pop figures. We do. I think you have a lot more than I do. I do. Um, but I I'm sure you know this as well. Mickey's 90th birthday mm-hmm. was on November 18th. Yes, they did a whole Disney spectacular thing on ABC. Yes. Did you watch it? I watched parts of it. I did not watch it. There was something else on that night. I think Packers were playing that night. I was watching the Packers. The Bears, not the Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I love Mickey, but it was a, I think it was a rivalry game. 
and I really wanted to watch oh, it. Yeah. Um, so Funko yeah. is releasing Dis uh, Mickey 90th anniversary um, Funko Pops, and some of them are coming out. Some a couple came out already, um, but the rest are coming out. You can pre-order starting on the 28th, which is today. Um, so here's three of them. They have a uh, Christmas Mickey oh, as cool. a present. They have like a band leader Mickey. And then they have the... Uh, oh, that was a fun little short where he's like, they're doing the a concert. One. No, they're doing a concert and like a storm comes in. So they have to, uh, they're still playing while the concert's going on. Oh, and everything's the, the band leader Mickey, yeah. And then this is from the, the airplane short. One of the original shorts. And then yeah. they have oh, this Fantasia awesome. one too, which we can pre-order today. So... Once we get done with this, I want us to playing crazy is the name of the short. Um, so once we get done with this, I want to go online and look and see how much that Fantasia one is um, with Sorcerer and Mickey. That's it's awesome. Pretty amazing. Um, so if you're a Disney file and a huge Mickey fan like us, make sure you check out those Funko Pops because uh-huh, cool. pretty amazing. I want five. And with that, have you seen the new Mickey shorts, like the animated Mickey shorts they have on YouTube and they've done on like Disney XD? Uh, well, I think so, if I'm thinking the right stuff. It's the stuff they've been playing at the parks and the resorts for a while now. Pretty, pretty edgy. Yeah. Yeah. Potato land. Potato land, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Potato land is amazing. I love that one. So good. Potato land. Potato (laughs) land. Sorry. That's a good Goofy impersonation. (laughs) I just didn't know if you had seen that or not. I was, yeah, I've seen those. Because literally, when you go to the resorts, there's a channel that just plays them on a loop. Oh, okay. All right. That's all the geek news I got, Tom. You got any? Uh, no. Nothing, huh? Nothing. All right. Absolutely nothing. Well, if you can't wait till next week and you need more Deep Fried Geeks media, you can check us out on any of the social media back pages catalog, we talk about. Our, our back catalog. Our stuff. Podcast, Stitcher, iTunes. 160-something different episodes you can listen to. Um, there were bonus episodes and holiday episodes and all that stuff thrown in. Um, I think we're going to do a Christmas special again this year, Good, too. Good, because that was fun. I had fun doing I missed that. doing that because we didn't do one last year. So, um, we gotta get Leviticus back here and we'll do a Christmas special again. Yeah, so we're gonna get that all written out and set. We might even have some special guests on it too. Yeah. So, uh, we'll get that scheduled yeah. and have that out for you. So, uh, hey, Tom. Hey, Matt. Keep calm. And geek on. Yeah. You're supposed to join me in saying geek on. Nah, I can do what I want. <laughs> <laughs>